We human beings are highly skilled at making ourselves miserable. From our wants and vices to the creepy movies we watch that later give us nightmares, I've done this, our realities are shaped by the things that we seek out and the behaviors we engage in. Today I want to remind you not to dwell on imagined futures, and to not suffer needlessly in advance of future troubles. To do this, we're going to look at a quick lesson from Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith, and the writings of Roman Stoic Lucius Seneca in his collection known today as Moral Letters. I don't envy Anakin Skywalker for his tendency to have nightmares that predict possible futures. He's the Chosen One, and Anakin's connection to the Force is unlike most Jedi of the age. When he awakes in Star Wars Episode Three from a nightmare, he had dreamed that his wife Padme would soon die in childbirth. In the dream, Padme is screaming and begging for Anakin to help her. Anakin gets up from bed and he paces around the house nervously. He's experienced this before, shortly before the tragic death of his mother in Episode 2, Attack of the Clones. Anakin's dreams are born out of a deep fear of loss. When he longs for or covets a thing or person, his anxiety swells. Most of us know from lived experience that what's heavy on our minds when we go to bed is often part of our dreams later that night, for better or for worse. Anakin then launches into a campaign to stop his dreams from coming true, no matter the cost. It leads him to incredible evil, and he becomes the eventual cause of Padme's death. I often wonder if Yoda, in all of his wisdom, gave Anakin the wrong advice in Episode 3 when Skywalker confides in him about his bad dreams. Yoda's response is to warn Anakin against attachment and to learn to accept and celebrate death. Yoda basically confirms to Anakin that Padme well, may well be about to die. And this doesn't help. In this moment, Yoda put on his best Buddha impersonation, sharing with Anakin the perspective of the root of suffering is attachment. I sometimes wonder if things would have been different if Yoda, who is you know George Lucas's embodiment of all the world's great philosophies in one person, had tried a different approach to guiding Anakin in this moment. The Stoic philosopher Seneca wrote a lot about the troublesome nature of worrying about the future during his life in 4 BC to 65 AD. In Moral Letters, he writes this, It is ruinous for the soul to be anxious about the future and miserable in advance of misery, engulfed by anxiety that the things it desires might remain its own until the very end. For such a soul will never be at rest. By longing or fearing things to come, it will lose the ability to enjoy the present. I want to say that again. By longing or fearing the things to come, you lose the ability to enjoy the present. Decades later, in Episode 5, The Empire Strikes Back, Luke Skywalker, the son of Anakin, has similar visions of loss. He has a premonition that Han Solo and Leia are going to suffer at the hands of Darth Vader and the Emperor. And Master Yoda tells Luke that the future is always in motion, and to distrust these visions. I think Anakin needed this instead, skepticism, rather than the call towards superhuman detachment. But he also needed someone to remind him not to forsake the present and to enjoy where he is at in the here and now. 
Sadly, that just wasn't possible since Anakin and Padme were in a secret marriage. You know, sometimes my wife will say about decisions she has to make, that's a problem for future me. Sometimes I hate this uh, because it's like kicking the can down the road on important stuff, but it's how she constructively copes with anxiety and enjoys the moment that she's in. There's no reason to live and no limit to our miseries if we let our fears predominate, continues Seneca in Moral Letters. This is where we have to balance planning for the future with not robbing ourselves of the beauty of the present. Imagine if Anakin Skywalker had that bad dream about Padme's death, and instead of getting up to walk around the house and fret about it, Anakin rolled over in bed and put his loving arm around Padme and then went back to sleep. I've had a ton of bad dreams where my family is harmed, or the world ends, or something crazy occurs. Sometimes those dreams feel horribly real. When I wake up, I roll over and I place my head next to my wife's, and then I hold her close. If you've seen episode 3, you know Anakin's dream was inaccurate. Padme did not die in the way that Anakin dreamed, screaming and crying out for him. She died alone. It was misdirection. It was the dark side at work in Anakin, feeding on his fear. Seneca's quip about there being no reason to live if we live in fear of tomorrow is really helpful to me. I worry about the future of the world, you know, like World War III and pandemics and asteroids striking us from outer space. But there's a difference between loving life and fearing death. If you love life, you won't have a lot of time for building a bomb shelter and for training for the apocalypse. You're going to be too busy traveling, eating great food, reading and writing, making babies, and taking care of your family with a smile on your face. If you merely fear death and loss, you're going to be an unbearable mixture of anxiety and paranoia. Useful to no one. You'll miss out on life itself. Keep your concentration here and now where it belongs, says Jedi Master Qui-Gon Jinn to Obi-Wan Kenobi in Episode 1. But I thought Master Yoda said I was to be mindful of the future, says Obi-Wan back to him. Not at the expense of the moment, Qui-Gon reminds him, and hopefully reminds us all. This week, as many of us celebrate Thanksgiving and the spirit of gratitude, don't forsake the moment. To hold on to the status quo or endlessly fear the future is to covet and cling. We should strive instead to treat everything that we have as a gift that has been given to us, both the people that we love and the time that we have. After all, who are we to guard it so jealously? This is the way. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of Geeky Stoics. Yeah. We have a new name. Uh, We are no longer called Walk the Way, and uh, also our website, This is the Way, are all now unified under one single name. That is Geeky Stoics, a website, a YouTube channel, a podcast dedicated to finding life, wisdom, philosophy, and timeless rules for living in our favorite stories and pop culture. Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Marvel, Batman, you name it. I'm Stephen Kent, and I hope you've enjoyed this. There's more in the feed every single week. And if you want to get in touch with us and be part of our community, get on the newsletter. You go to geekystoics.com. That's www.geekystoics.com. We'll see you there.